Hey everyone, I'm Caroline Rena from the Ride of My Life podcast, and uh, on this inner peace pilgrimage, I keep finding really cool things out, including where I was last year at around this time uh, in my life, and so that's why I decided to do this uh, the poem talks. And it's an interesting one today because part of my process over the last few months. I had read a book, I wanted to show it to you, but the background kind of, you know, <laughs> it won't let me. So I read this book called Beyond the Good Girl Jail, When You Dare to Live from Your True Self, and it was written by a, um, a woman, a therapist by the name of Sandra Felt, who lives in Colorado Springs, and I got to meet her. And it was really an incredible uh, opportunity, and it just even reading the book was so awesome and it, it helped me to dive into things but this was a year this was almost a year ago August 31st 2021 where I started to recognize this whole thing about being nice like I was raised and more women are raised this way um, where we're kind of taught that we have to be nice to everybody and take care of everybody else to the detriment of ourselves, to losing who we are. And um, it's a really cool scheme because it worked. And I had no idea who I was because I was always concerned with everybody else and being nice to them, making sure that they were okay. And it was a recognition, it was an aha moment or the beginning of it, the beginning of it. Because as things progressed over the past year, I've noticed that you don't, it, it's not about being nice because, and, I, and I'll, you'll, you'll hear that in the poem, um, you can be kind to people without like coddling to them. People who are manipulative, people who want something from us, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like. And that doesn't necessarily mean they're bad because we've all been traumatized, we've all been wounded in some way. Uh, but there are certain behaviors that some people um, emit where they, in order to make themselves feel bigger or better inside, or you know, maybe it's a self-esteem issue, whatever that is, they want you to take care of them. And there's like this underlying subconscious, unconscious dynamic between people who are manipulative and people who want to help like me or want to be nice um, because I didn't want to lose people that I loved even if they didn't treat me kindly themselves you know so it was never it wasn't in my life it it was more like not a give and take um, it was like more you know I felt like I was the one who was constantly told how bad I was or whatever no matter how hard I tried to be nice I was told that it was wrong and that I was still terrible and it was like okay enough I can't do this anymore it's hurting me it's like causing this this thing inside of me that made me feel like you know I wanted to just explode and I didn't know what to do so this started coming up um, at this time last year and I wrote this poem on being nice <laughs> And so here's the poem, and then I'll uh, share a little bit afterwards. So, you must be nice, they used to say. The truth of me began to fall away. When I was just a little girl, I was taught to be nice, and later this unfurled. There was a time when my answer was yes, 
all the time and can you guess what that did to me it became a fight inside of me for what was right it is okay just to be nice unless it puts your soul in a vice as little girls that's how we were taught to be I can tell you this that isn't always me and it really shouldn't be that way when we are nice to everyone every day what about the those that break our hearts or treat us like we are carts pushing us around each and every day we are stronger than that not to let what you were told get in the way the shoulds have destroyed our very being and it's time to look inside and begin seeing that it's okay to say the word no don't worry about where that will go the challenge I found is living with loss like if I say no that is the cost I will lose everyone that I hold dear but that is nothing but a fear that I've not been good enough to stand on my own and now there is something I'm being shown the showing is not out there I find because out there is where I'm left behind what I am seeing is something deep inside the truth of me where my entire life I've had to hide who am I in there I'm finding is not so mild my inner beauty is something quite wild and in society the powers that be told me over again they didn't want to see the wild I am this child indeed was painfully made to this agreed with what they wanted and not who I am this isn't right it's just a scam why is it then I cannot just be me and live my beauty so others will see that I am who I am and no other it's true who I've been as I withdrew into desperately knowing there was something else and in fighting myself oh what a mess to this point in my life where it is time to take flight and show myself that I am right about the person that I be that wild woman is being set free yay <laughs> okay so I'm working on it and I'm getting more comfortable with it and um, I think it's so important to recognize that just because we were taught to be a certain way doesn't mean that's who we are deep down inside the truth that truth that lies within and the, the caveat here is that all that truth is within the scary darkness that we see and when we work through these things when we make a choice to change our lives and and who we think we are which is not necessarily the case of who we are we find that beauty inside we find that person in the darkness so <clears throat> that's why it's not like going into a dark you know whatever and it's scary and there's demons in there it can feel scary because our ego is there and it tells us oh don't go in there and protects us from that however what's happening is that when we when we shift when we do meditation when we do breath work when we do body work when we do you know um, any type of healing modality it actually shines light into that darkness and so for many many years recently I think it's been probably about five years something like that at least since maybe seven since 2015 
where I learned that one of the things that I did, and I'm going to move the camera here a little bit so you can see what's happening here, but it helped me to connect with the deepest part of myself by putting my, when I felt, when I started to feel an energy come up, whether it was anger or fear or sadness um, or shame, whatever it is, I would put my hands on my heart and I would just breathe, take deep breaths in. You can do it however you want to do it, whatever's comfortable for you, an easy way. And I've talked about it before is like, take a breath into the count of four, hold it to the count of four, and then let it go to the count of four. And what this does for those of us who have been traumatized, it, uh, it affects our central nervous system to the point where it can settle itself down. And, one of, and so what happens is, is when we are traumatized, our nervous system gets like, it's protecting us. And the protection sticks because there's so many things that happen on top of that. If something happened when we were a child and as children, we don't know how to get out of that. And if the people around us don't help us through whatever we're, we're dealing with, because they don't know how to do it, most times it's not malicious, sometimes it can be. Um, and we don't know how to, we don't understand how to work through that, that we get this feeling inside in our nervous system, which is an automatic, physiological response to danger, which danger technically means something chasing us, like a tiger or a lion or whatever. It's not about walking into an office and somebody who has this, uh, you know, effective, uh, maybe, maybe narcissistic way of like attacking us. It's not about that they're going through just as much, or they've gone through just as much trauma as we have, just in the opposite way. So there are different ways that trauma can reveal itself. And, but the point is, is that to, to calm the nervous system down, one of the things that I've done is the hands on the heart, the breath work, and then another one I want to share also has to do with, oh, why do I, I, I it has to do with, um, I, I don't remember the name of it, but I'm, you know, if you remember, then write it in the notes, whatever. It's the, it's the tapping on the arms uh, or on the shoulders where it, it balances your nervous system. And if, and I'll take a look at it after I get off uh, <clears throat> this podcast today and find what that is. And it just helps to calm you. And when you're going through something that just feels like you have no control over it, that's just your physiological, your body taking over. Your body is your vehicle. Your body is how you go through this life. And when we are constantly ignoring our body and paying attention to our mind, we get lost. Because our mind can tell us all kinds of things that are not true, that we've learned when we were children, that have you know, diminished us when we were children, that told us to be nice when we were children, that told us, you know, with girls to be nice, with boys told us, oh, well, you're a sissy or whatever if you cry. That's not true. Those things are not true. You're human. You know, that's it. That's all. And when you come across this opportunity, like for men, I've learned um, men tend to cover their sadness, which is also includes the crying, which they're not allowed to do, with anger. And there's other reasons for that too that I'm not going to get into today, but that's what happens 
um, when we cover that sadness, uh, we get angry because we're never allowed to release the, we're never allowed to emote, we're never allowed to show that feeling, then you're gonna get angry. That's just how it works, okay? And then with women, we tend to cover anger with sadness because we weren't, a lot of us were not allowed to get angry. So we cry when we're angry instead of when we're sad, but it looks like it's sadness. So it took me a long time to figure that out. And I just want you to know that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. There wasn't anything wrong with me because I'm seeing this huge shift with me and the changes that are coming out. And it's, it's amazing. It's like, wait, who are you? <laughs> you know, so it can be taken care of. It can be done. It's just the, the self-care that people talk about, one of the things is to just be with yourself. Be with your little child inside of you and say, hey, you know, learn how to reparent yourself. Find someone who can teach you how to reparent. Find someone who can walk you through the inner child work. I do some inner child type work. Um, I also do some reparenting type work and help you to see that it's okay to be that for yourself. Like you just, like if something comes up with your inner child and you're like, I know, I know, I feel scared too. I know you're scared, but I know I'm here for you and I love you and I care about you and, I'm, and you're so awesome and you're doing your, such a great job. I never heard those things when I was young, you know, so it's almost like, telling yourself these things, becoming your mother, becoming the mother you needed, becoming the father you needed um, when you were growing up that, again, not necessarily in a vindictive way, they just didn't know themselves how to do these things for you because they were never taught. So it's just some things to think about. Um, and then back into the being nice part, um, there's a whole... Uh, world of nice people out there who are being walked all over by people who are the exact opposite. They become the victims and we don't want to be victims. We're not victims. We are very powerful people and we just don't know that yet. You know, it's in there. Trust me, I'm finding it. It's in there. So take a thought, take a breath, take, a, take to your heart, connect with your little child um, and know that you are perfect, and I'm talking to your inner child right now, know that you are perfect just the way you are. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything to deserve this. It's something that has been in this society for many generations, and the point is, is that we, at this time, get to raise our consciousness by shifting and healing this. That's the point of, that's my feeling on the point of being here right now, at least for the work I do. So know that you are an amazing human being and that you have the capacity to do this and that you are loved, that there's a truth inside of you that you don't even see yet, but it's there and it's amazing. And um, so I think that that I've run out of uh, thoughts on this uh, subject. So what I want you to do is just remember when you start to feel agitated or you know something's coming up, there's an emotion coming up and you don't know what to do with it, you can do the tapping or this, this that I'm going to look up <laughs> or you can put your hands on your, on your heart and connect with your little child, your little boy or your little girl and you just say, I'm here for you. It may take a little bit of work because sometimes you 
at the very beginning when you're just learning this stuff, um, you don't even want to look at it, but just keep doing it. It's like a habit. You just build the habit, build the habit, build the habit, and just say, okay, it's okay, it's okay, just like you would talk to your own kid, uh, it, it, as long as you're talking to them in that loving way. <laughs> you know, so find that love. Find the love that you have for your own child, because even amazing parents still have moments because of their own traumas, unless they've healed, they've done the healing work. So um, anyway, I hope this helped in some way, and I'm here if you have any questions, and uh, I think that the only other thing that I wanted to share is that I'll be here in Oklahoma for a couple more weeks, I think. I haven't decided exactly when I'm leaving, and um, the other piece of that is I'm still working with my friend Sushimoto, so I have some things that I'm that he wants to bring to you uh, with the work that he does in meditation and abundance, and it's very powerful work. And I've been doing that work with similar some work with him, so I know that he's <laughs> a really powerful human being, kind, gentle-hearted. So it's it's a very I'm curious to see because I haven't taken this class yet, so I'm looking forward to seeing what it is. But we are talking about it. We're working through the details for the first part of this, and I look forward to bringing that uh, to you because I think that um, it will be helpful. I use other people's methods um, to see how they work for me, and then when I know that they're working for me, then I share with other with with others. So I know meditation works. I know changing our mentality or our thoughts or whatever about abundance works. So that's why I'm doing this with him. So anyway, uh, have a beautiful moment wherever you are in the now and uh, take care, blessings, whatever you want to hear. I'm saying it even though I'm not saying it. Love to all and 